Hello and welcome to the mm, seemingly bi-weekly fancy fantasy football podcast. I'm your host Patrick Polk and I'm here with my special guest, rare treat for the audience, Jennifer Murphy. Say hello, Jen. Hi, everyone. How are you doing, Jen? Very sleepy. Why are you sleepy, Jen? We went to a podcast live recording last night. Hey. And I stayed up way past my bedtime. We're recording a podcast right now. I know. I'm very tired. Is this your whole life podcast? Yes, I'm very tired. Are you just obsessed with podcasts? No, I'm very tired. How many nights a week are dedicated to podcasts, Jen? A lot of nights of week of the week are dedicated to podcasts. That's nice. Podcasts are fun, aren't they? Right now, it feels like no, but I think at other times, yes. Okay. Well, I guess let's get the show on the road. Um, as people know, we're going into week six now. We did not record after week four was done, and that was an epic battle um, that that you won on the last play of the game against Gary. Uh, so just remember that. Uh, bask in it. Because this week, Jen, I'm very sorry to say week five was less glorious and did not involve a dramatic last second victory. Why don't you uh, run the run the audience through your feelings? I think they already know. It's very disappointing. <laughs> okay. So for those keeping drag at home, Jen, in part due to my negligence as a bad husband and commissioner. It's not your responsibility to remind me to start. I just didn't even like know it was a thing that he might not play. I, I've i never actually, it's always a thing that we talk about happening, like checking your lineup. And I usually do, but I've like never had to swap someone out at the last minute yeah and so i didn't even know it was an op- a possibility i was going to visit casey and annalisa and their new baby that day and our morning was kind of hectic and i was supposed to get there at 10 and i didn't leave until like 10 and so whatever what time did the game start like noon noon Always and I, noon. I was still there like it just like i didn't even it wasn't even on my radar it was nowhere near my radar and so I just didn't even start a quarterback, which would have been weirdly totally fine with me if Abby would have won by enough that it didn't matter because then it was like, you know, whatever, I would have lost anyway. But She won by 3.6 points, Jen. Yeah, I would have won by like over 10 points, which isn't a lot or anything, but I would have won. I would be undefeated. I would have the record for most wins. And instead, Abby is undefeated and Abby has the record for most wins. And I know fantasy football is fickle and like you can have bad luck, but this isn't, this wasn't like bad luck. This was like me making a dumb mistake. I'm sorry, Jen. I do feel personally partially responsible and I do feel very bad about it. Just, yeah. I mean, it's like not a big deal because who cares, but I feel like fantasy football is testing my allegiance. Like why couldn't this just happen on like any random game that, you know, kind of doesn't matter one way or the other. Like this one, I think because of my feeling on the stats, mattered to me a lot and I actually came into the week assuming I would lose to Abby which is why I think when I first saw that it happened I wasn't even that bummed because I was projected to lose either way and I was like oh you know like Gronk didn't play that was a a blow and I was like meh it's not my week all right yes it was obviously very disappointing for Jen and in fact you know you guys weren't with her when when things were finalizing, it was it was very unfortunate. She almost pulled off the comeback in the end. Obviously, three point six points from victory is is very close, and uh, she had a strong showing on Monday night from Kyle Rudolph, the Minnesota tight end, ten point five points, and it looked like the game could potentially go into overtime. Uh, so she needed. I would have been over a hundred too. Ugh. If you had your quarterback, yes. Ugh. Um. So Ugh. You, you needed like. Ugh. a touchdown or 40 yards from Kyle Rudolph and you would have won, uh, like, which is a lot, but I, a touchdown could happen anytime. Like I said, I just feel like the fantasy football gods are like taunting me. Like Kyle Rudolph is not getting 10 points a game. Like that was like an unusually good game for him. And like, obviously Gordon getting 28 point. Like it's like my whole team was like, Oh, you fucked up. We're just going to get you close enough that you think may like, I actually never really thought I, I was that- going to, have the comeback but then you were like hey jen you're like three points away i this is that's a very to talk about this is like that's a very pessimistic view i think your team was like jen is down and we need to pick her up right now and perform our best 
So I'm Melvin Gordon. I'm going to get 28 points. I'm Kyle Rudolph. I'm going to get 10 points. I'm Tyreek Hill. I'm going to get 12 points. I'm, I'm Ezekiel Elliott. I'm going to get 13 points. I'm the Chiefs defense. I'm going to get no, nine points. We don't points. need to go through and hold. I, 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 I don't even, you, I don't even picking believe you in fantasy football anymore. They're picking you up. The only tiny, and this is a tiny consolation, is that I feel like this furthers my belief in the bump bump because this is like beyond lucky. Or like you can't count on your team you're playing just forgetting to start somebody. Well, if you are a believer in the bump bump and you're in control of whether someone starts a quarterback, then you can make the bump bump that much more compelling, Jen. You're saying this is all an elaborate act. I'm pretending to be devastated, but really, this is all part of my plan to exactly. support the bump bump. You, uh, you are just proving both. You're proving that the bump bump is real by making it happen and throwing the game, and you won the bet because... Would I whine this much if I threw it on purpose? How dedicated are you to the bit? All right. It is true that one silver lining here is that I don't have to go to a fucking haunted house, which I guess you guys didn't know about because we never actually finished recording the last episode. Pat, our bet, I we, we bet the same on every team except for me versus Abby, and I bet on Abby, and he bet on me. And if he won, I was going to have to go to a haunted house, which I really, really didn't want to do. So, Interesting thought was posed uh, this past weekend. I visited the Saul Nelson household. Dropped off some things, chatted for a while, and Gary was of the opinion that maybe there is no bump bump, but there might be a he bump anti bump, in that the husband of the pregnant lady has struggled each year that the spouse has been pregnant. Uh, Well, one of the spouses of a pregnant person was Casey, so we can't use that data. First of all, that's rude. You didn't have to say it that way and so dismissively. I'm sorry, Casey. And when we get to your game... Casey told me he doesn't care and I'm allowed to say whatever I want. I doubt it. He did. I doubt it. I asked if he cared and he's like, no. And he looked at me like, why would I ever care? That's a ridiculous question. And I loved it so much. That's good. I still don't believe you. But Casey has had the anti-bump twice. Gary has the anti-bump right now. I've had the anti-bump. Uh, and, and Did it- you do poorly in the season that I won? Yeah. Yeah, I did, Jen. Um, and maybe it was my worst season. Uh, and so Gary asked for a Jets den corner. Uh, Jets. Jen's stat corner. There we are. Those are the syllables. Jen's stat corner on the anti-bump bump. So you, that is your mission now. You need to um, look up the anti-bump. Maybe maybe if we could have their deviation from their median uh, score, something like that. Really see if there's a depression among the males in the league when they have a kid. And you can interpret that sentence however you want. But I don't see how they have to be mutually exclusive. No, they don't. He was just saying maybe the power of the anti-bump is stronger than the power of the bump if you really turn your lens that direction. I have had kind of a theory that um, maybe you and Casey haven't always performed well because you give all your good tips to me and Annalisa. You obviously are aware of exactly how many tips I give you. I feel like that can't be the case. Like, I try to be helpful, but I don't, like, I don't know. I don't, like, fall over myself, and I don't, like, sacrifice myself, I feel. No, but, like, we, because we talk, like, I don't think you tell me, like, hey, go for this person, or, like, you really want that person, and and don't take them yourself because I'm going to take them. But I do think that, like, I run things by you a lot, And I think that I could see, like, me bringing up someone that you do think is good, you giving me a lot more reinforcement than you would otherwise, and that encouraging me. I don't know, like, like maybe I, maybe I skimmed just a little bit off the top of the, of the Pat talent. To my detriment as well? Yeah. And, like, drafting. Like, I've definitely heard Casey, like, tell Annalisa, like, oh, yeah, you should draft that guy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. And maybe some of those people would have been people that he would have gotten. Because, like, I think you only have so much energy to devote to, like, thinking about, like, keepers or researching or whatever. Uh, not keepers. Sleepers. Sneakers. I don't know. Sleepers. Sleepers are a thing. Yeah. Keepers are a separate thing. I'm trying to, like, look at stats while talking, which is probably going to result in a lot of gibberish. Um, 
if I were to be totally honest with you guys, what I'm actually trying to do is log into my email and I keep failing over and over again. Um, probably going to get locked out in a second. That'll be really fun when you can't log into your <laughs> Gmail. Will it be fun? I can't imagine that going poorly for you. You know what else is strong, Jen? What's that? The five dragon curse. The curse of the five dragons. Um, do you think it's using symbols? We should make up ooh, more suspicious stuff or um, uh, superstitious stuff. Uh, do you think it's using symbols in your name? Do you think it's invoking a mythical beast? What 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 did he do? Oh, I just think he was declared to have the strongest team by me. I think oh, that's okay. the problem. That's the curse of the five dragons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to follow that going forward. I am a big fan of these little theories, as you know, um, as discussed just moments ago with the bump bump. But again, why would he think the bump bump isn't real? But the anti-bump is. No, I, he didn't. I slightly mischaracterized. I believe what my late, my later statement was accurate and that he thinks that maybe the true power lies in the anti-bump bump. Not that the bump bump is fake, but that the anti-bump is stronger, perhaps. Well, but the bump bump has been us winning the league. So unless the other two got the sackos, which you didn't, how could it be stronger? You can... Depends on your interpretation. The, the You could have a larger deviation from your average performance. Okay. Um, Abby and I are very, uh, Annalise and I are very talented. I hear what you're saying. Exactly. You're so good at fantasy I'm football. So good at fantasy football. Jen, disregard this week where you're a bad owner. Fancy football podcast. Jen is so good at fantasy football is the full title of this podcast. You're so good. So good. I probably need a Jen is so good at fantasy football oh, theme. No, what that has to be you happening. You control yourself. I do control Sir. this podcast. You're right. Okay, so Annalisa won in 2013. Oh no, Annalisa won in 2014. Yes. And Casey got fourth, which is by far the best Casey's ever done. How are his points scored? I have a different spreadsheet for that. And in 2015, I won, and you got fifth, which is the best you've ever done that one my points weren't good so you certainly placed better so maybe there's like a <laughs> the world's saddest bump bump for um the gentleman <laughs> bumping up to like barely yeah, in the playoffs it's it's real good so good you're so good at fantasy football ha 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 how do you like it? The tables have turned. Well, see, but you're making fun of me I for know. not being good, whereas I'm making fun of I you for know. being good and knowing that you're okay, good. Okay, so what were the years? 2014 for Annalisa and Casey. Um, 2014, Casey scored 1,043 points. Mm, doesn't sound like a lot, Jen. That is the least he's ever scored. Interesting, Jen. Um, He scored 1,097 the year before. We don't need to get into the weeds here, Jen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, sir. And in um, 2016, you scored 1,235, which is better than your first two seasons and a little worse than your third season. Oh, wait, that's not the right season for you. Uh, your best season was the season that I was yeah, pregnant. Yeah, when you said I got fifth or whatever, I knew I thought that that was my best yeah. season. So, so far, not so good. Um. Casey, that was his worst season. It's just that that was the season that he set the record for least points against in a season. He only had uh, 962 points scored against him. That's outrageous, Jen. It's so few. I mean, like, for perspective, most people in our league currently have, like, over 400 points scored against them now. How many points are you on pace to have against you for the whole season, Jen? I don't know because I refused to put in the data for this week because I'm so depressed. Have you not updated all your spreadsheets? I didn't update a single one. But Jen, how many 100-point games have there been? I don't know, and no one's going to know because fantasy football is garbage. <laughs> I Again, my emotional response to this is just not even acceptable. Are you saying your response isn't acceptable? or Yes. Okay. Um, I won't comment on I that have then. 356 points after four games out of 10. What's the, what's the math on that, Pat? Like 700, 800, and that's about 900, right? But we have uh, five games of data, Jen. Sorry, I meant five games. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I would for sure set the no, new five record. Five out of 13, not five out oh, of 10. Oh, okay. 
well, fine. I'll go back to what's the math on that, Pat? You're the stats corner, not me. I'm not a mathematician. One second. 925 points is what I'm on track for. Do, 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 I'm sorry. It do. literally took that long just for my computer to do, do five divided do, by 13. Do, do, How many do. points do you have, Jen? Do, 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 do. 356. Do. Against. Do, do. Is that after five? Uh, yep. Probably. I don't know. Yes. 356.9, if we cared. That looks like about 925 points against Jen. That's what I said. I know. You did it. You didn't trust me. I absolutely did not. Hey. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. Um, yeah, so. So who's a witch now? Not me, because if I was a witch, I would have started a quarterback. Also, when I was visiting Casey and Annalisa and their lovely little baby, who's the when best. They, when they weren't reminding you about fantasy football? No, actually, Casey for sure didn't. Um, but I mean, like, that's not his job to tell I me know, to I was check just my joking. Lighter. But he did keep looking up and going, this isn't going well for you. Awesome. Casey had a pretty good week. We can talk about that game. I would argue Casey had a terrible week. Did he lose? He, he scored... A lot of points, the second most in the league, and did not win. So Casey and I both had just really shitty weeks. Yes. Uh, that I game... W- I would have had like the third or fourth most points in the league if I'd started a fucking quarterback. Incorrect. I had 86.6. My quarterback that I didn't start had 15. So how many points would that have been? Right, you would have fourth most, yes. Yeah, so I said third or fourth. Just Was it accurate? Yes. Anyway, so Casey, unfortunately for him, uh, now down to 0-5, lost 118.6, Tim, to 105.2, Casey Johnson. 105.2 is a big number. It would have beaten literally anyone else in the league, and unfortunately, he comes up with loss, uh, so Casey is the sole remaining winless team in the league, which is not where you want to be. I'm so sorry, Casey. That is a very frustrating start and uh the team name now for the time being is gerrymandered exclamation oh that's a that's funny he's funny he's a funny guy and he has a lot of good team names yeah i don't know how we're gonna vote on team name when he keeps changing it all the time he gets there's just a lot of possibilities to vote for (laughs) that sounds like stuffing them ballot he's he's there's not a packing the bench is there any prize for best packing the bench uh yeah oh okay yeah um all right well so that's that game let's uh let's move on to Gary versus Nick. Unexpected. Gary really uh, pulled it off this week. He got his first win, broke 100. So at this point, do you feel like is, like, is it still a fluke that Nick's not doing well, or are you revising your five dragon stance? He's not. He's genuinely not doing well. Let me look at his team real fast. Jordan Howard is a disappointment. Marshawn Lynch is a disappointment. Mm, Brandon Marshall is gone. Travis Landry is a disappointment. Andrew Luck is still out, but it was going to be out for a while. I would say, yeah, he he probably has to, he, if I were to reevaluate, it probably would be a little downwardly revised because a few of his important players have been uh, disappointments. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What about um, at the top, uh, Abby and Tim now? Do you think that they are... Would you need to like upwardly revise? Are their teams just way better than you thought, or do you think one or both of them are riding some fluky performances? You're maybe like a bump, like a bump. If we were to use if, right, sure, such lingo. Ugh, Todd Gurley makes me mad. Although he had three points, I knew he would fall. Uh, but here are Todd Gurley's weeks. Who was probably like preseason, you know, like like the twentieth best running back or something like that. Like, well, no, like. 15th or something not one of the elite guys but then he went 15.6 23.6 32.9 27.5 those were the first four weeks of the season that is crazy and then he got three points this week so you enjoyed the three points i mean i don't want to sound mean i just i was just like come on the rams can't be that good and todd Gurley can't be that good uh but he did keep it up for four weeks, uh, but and he's the second best running back right now in the league, averaging 20.5 points a week, which is insane. Obviously, like Le'Veon Bell, the consensus number one overall pick, who Abby also has, is currently the sixth best and is averaging 13.9, so like 
almost seven points less per week right. than Todd Gurley. That's crazy. Um, what about uh, Tim? Highest highest points in the league. Second place. Well, the best uh, player in fantasy so far has been Kareem Hunt, the running back that um, was touted as a promising rookie, but then wasn't going to be the starter. But then before the season started, after our draft, Casey Johnson, uh, the person ahead of him on that draft uh, depth chart, got injured. And so he got thrust into the starting position and has been incredible, uh, averaging 22.3 per week. He has 40.6, 22.9, 24.3, and then 12.1, 11.6. So those last two aren't great. Those are like solid running back numbers, though. So he had like three insane weeks and then two like good weeks and so he is nuts um i would say you know the other promising running back he had dalvin cook is out so that'll hurt him philip rivers is not doesn't impress me jandre hopkins is doing surprisingly well actually he's another surprise in my mind uh he's currently the second best wide receiver in the league so that's good for him uh yeah so i would say some surprises but some injuries and things like julio jones consensus like top three wide receiver uh is the 43rd highest scoring wide receiver in the league although that was with a bye last week but still that's not very good so hard to say i'm gonna say probably he has to cool down a little but probably cream hunt will still be an awesome running back at the end of the season all right you're betting on one team abby's team or tim's team who are you betting on that's tough Mm, we're here for the hot takes i think i'd have to go abby's because Le'Veon bell and todd Gurley, and maybe cam newton if he is if they actually turn their season around a little bit um is a is a currently the best foundation that's my that's my take and casey's team is it as shady as it is performing Poor gerrymandered. Poor gerrymandered. I mean, to be fair, Casey's very down on his own team, and he had a lot of, like, rotten luck injuries and stuff. Although he did recount his um, fantasy football misfortunes for me, and it sounds like they have been great indeed over the years. Yeah, he's had Many an injured player. He's had a lot of injury problems, and this year, obviously, David Johnson's the big one who, if you've been paying attention, guys, he's been trying to trade. He's been trying to unload David Johnson. Okay, so here's the thing. Maybe I'll do this here. I am willing to take Casey's offer on that, I think, except that I it would probably be better for me to get a running a wide receiver. So I was going to make an offer to Meg and or Nick because they had wide receivers that were kind of in the same range as Doug Martin. So um, Meg Collins or Nick Spear, if you are in need of a Doug Martin, um, hit me up. And I think I was interested in some specific people whose names I can't remember anymore. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Can you trade Nick after I play him this week? <laughs> You you don't want him to have Doug Martin on his team. I don't want him. I don't want his team to improve with a trade before. I, I think Nick was the one I wanted to trade with more. Right, Fitzgerald was very appealing to me. Um, I think you should get more than Fitzgerald personally. Was it, or was it the other person? He is, or was it Cooks? I don't know the difference between these people. He has. Well, now he's a little thinner because he lost Brandon Marshall. Um, but he has Jarvis Landry, who hasn't been good so far, but could be good if the Dolphins improve. Mike Evans, who's definitely really good. Brandon Cooks, who's going to be very good if the Patriots keep it up. And Larry Fitzgerald, who is doing pretty well. But I'm very down on uh, Arizona. So he's got some good guys. He's a little thinner than he used to be. Hard to say. All right. Are there any matchups we didn't talk about? Yes, there are. Meg Collins played Annalisa. It was not terribly close. Excellent insight, Jennifer. Um, more more bump bump, perhaps. Annalisa, as you know, was recently pregnant. So I met um, Elise this weekend, and she is very precious. She has a very cute little teddy bear face, and... She let me hold her a little bit, and we got some good snugs in, and um, big fan. Big fan of the newest member of our league, Quality Edition. Well, let me tell you, Jen. Annalisa, obviously, 104, good score, maybe a bump bump, but 
lost her second or third best player. This uh, week? This week. Oh, no. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, no, that's right. I saw that happening, the carting off the field. He got 16.5 points for this week, a good week for a wide receiver, and is out for the season. He is broken. That is not great. And he's such a fun player to watch, and he does cool catches. Yeah. It's really sad. So that's going to hurt. That will definitely hurt her team overall, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything helpful to say about that. Uh, you played my sister. You won. I did. Congratulations on your victory. Thank you. It wasn't. I didn't like do awesome. I did fine, but not great. Megan had a rough week. I don't. It's not like I. I'm not full of. She had a lot of buys. She had a, like five people on buy or something. Yeah, she had like her best running back. Um, she had yeah four buys. But you know, you got you got the W. Um, all right, so should we move right into next week? We should. I thought it would be fun, instead of talking about anything actually related to fantasy football, players in discussing the matchups. You can predict the winner based on real things, but I thought in discussing it, it would be fun if we did it based on everyone's horoscope. Hmm, fun. I was not uh, given warning of this, and this looks like fun. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so um, I spent approximately 30 seconds googling horoscope websites to find one that used short enough horoscopes to actually read out loud on a podcast would you prefer uh horoscopes.com or jessica adams horoscopes they both sound awful jen uh jessica adams apparently her horoscopes are published around the world from marie claire to the australian women's weekly her career as an astrologer includes work on Elle, Vogue, Cosmopolitan, and Harper's Bazaar, her books include Essential Astrology for Women, HarperCollins Publishing. Pardon, one, two questions. One, Essential what? Essential Astrology for Women. Oh, I thought you said like Centrology or something no, weird. I did not. And then second of all, I think the correct person to make this decision is you need to text Kyle and <laughs> Kyle, ask for the better Kyle astrology would be website. Like, Those are bullshit. You don't even know about their ascending sign. How can you possibly predict anything there's no way that jessica adams or whatever doesn't take and try to take that into account although i know that doesn't help because just going on your plain sign doesn't have all that information but if she's so into it i'm sure she she's deep into the ascending and all those signs so anyway which one would you rather use let's go jessica adams let's go personal um, she seems weirder yeah I'm into that. Hi, Jen. Okay. All right. So um, let's look at the first matchup of the week. All right. Let's do this uh, in least close uh, total wins to most close total wins. So we're going to go Abby at 5-0 and versus Casey at 0-5, the biggest difference oh, you can shoot. have. What an upset that would be. I'm definitely not rooting for Casey. Oh, this is horrible. This has turned this this experience this week has turned me against the bump bump. I don't I don't like this at all. Again, I think you're all you're pretending. <laughs> I I'm protesting too much. Mm-hmm. All right, this is also um a fun test of do I know our friends' birthdays? So let's see. Abby, what's August? I don't know. I don't. Right. The problem is also they don't have these like labeled. I don't even know the signs that well. All right, so let's just give me a second here. Um, we could not charge people admission to record this live with this dead air, Jen. We need to up our game so that we can sell at the Chicago theater. Right. So I obviously just need something that gives me like the breakdowns of all the horoscope signs. I bet horoscopes.com has that. It's it's called horoscopes.com. Astrostyle.com slash zodiac hyphen sign hyphen dates. What okay. you need. Well, Abby's birthday is August 7th. That would be a Leo. Abby is a Leo. Lala. Lala. Annalise's birthday is December 5th. These are not in month order. One second. Uh, She's just... a Sagittarius. Yes, she is. Uh, Leo's a more fun sign, I think, probably, because, you know, lions are cute. All right. So. What's a Sagittarius? I don't even know. I think it's a ram. 
Okay. All right. So Leo, for this week, we have some Aquarius weather this week. And as this is your opposite sign, you'll be dealing with people who are working at cross purposes to each other and perhaps yourself. Opposite signs tend to bring opposite forces, opposition, and versus situations. All this will be cleverly sidestepped by you as you are a brilliant strategist who can remove whatever tools might be used for conflict. Take your time, just enough time, and be watchful, observant, and savvy. Before anyone can start anything which remotely resembles a clash of opposites, take away and either destroy or safely bury whatever others think they can use to fuel a difference. Point of order. <laughs> you just read Abby's, correct? Yeah. So the person who is opposing Abby is Casey, not Annalisa? Good point of order. Good point of order. Thank you. Um, serious question. When is Casey's birthday? I thought it was also in the winter season. It is January. I don't remember when in January. January 28th, which would make him an Aquarius. So this is kind of fun. Abby's, uh, we're, we're going to do this, and this will be the determination of which website we use. So, so Abby's horoscope on the other site is, while disagreements are possible over this week, try not to let them spoil what could be a productive time. Use such opportunities to engage in heart-to-heart discussions and find out what you have in common and how you might work together. Much can be achieved through negotiation. Fortunate Jupiter enters your home and family sector on Tuesday for an approximately one-year stay. This can bring a chance to make positive changes at home, perhaps to expand the family or move somewhere bigger. Decidedly less crazy sounding to me, but also focused on conflict. Both of them were. However, I recall that the other website said that Aquarius was her opposite sign and something the weather was Aquarius and Casey's Aquarius. Is he? Yes, that's what I just said. Oh, so you like the other one because of that? I mean, in this particular case. All right, well, Casey, Aquarius is like water, right? That's just all it is. Aquarius, the feeling you have about a precious relationship this week is that it reminds you of something you've had before but can't put, quite, can't put your finger on it. Is it success, Pat? The node in Leo, which rules former, current, or potential lovers, is busy now. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then it says read your full weekly horoscope, so maybe... Yeah, I guess we have to go to horoscope. That was so humorously meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, you have to be like a member. So, all right, can't 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 do that. Goodbye, <laughs> Jessica Adams. Goodbye. All right. We hardly knew ye. I, I don't know what was happening there, but it was weird. All right, Aquarius. Casey, watch your nodes, bro. Also, just like tiny side prediction that's maybe talking too much about Abby and Gary's life. Um, their little hen had a little bit of a rough sleep week and they're trying something new tonight that might help. And it said that Tuesday would be like a turnaround in their family life. And today is Tuesday. So maybe this horoscope is correctly. Pre- and it said it would last a year. Maybe this horoscope is correctly predicting a year of good sleep. And then at the one year mark, where <laughs> it all ends straight down the tubes. Right. Well, just you know, screaming. Sure. As all one night. Has. Stop night it. terrors stop it oh my god don't wish night terrors on baby i don't hen. i don't wish any night terrors on baby head baby hawk baby hen whatever little hawk hockey hen Henny, hen, hen, hen hawk, hawk. <laughs> jinx <laughs> i think we're both a little um loopy yeah slap happy yeah all right pod so, happy <laughs> pod damn, slappy god damn it get pod, it together we're pod slappy what 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 do you even say yep <sighs> aquarius aquarius could the coming year be the one in which you make a big splash? With expansive Jupiter entering your sector of career and ambition on Tuesday, anything is possible. This week marks the start of a very positive phase when the sky's the limit. Over the coming days, however, you might have to deal with some stubborn people, and the way you handle it will either impress others or not. Tact could be key when it comes to stating your case. So, I know we've jumped around a lot, but as this uh, relates to fantasy football... Who do you think has the astrological edge? It sounds like it's, Casey to me, maybe. It was, this is really washing over me. I think it's hard to listen to, probably. Yeah, I think that's true. gobbledygook. Uh, well, Abby's was like, disagreements, but productive time, try to negotiate. Fortune enters your your home and family sector. Um, and Casey's, I've already forgotten his sign, Aquarius. Uh, Casey's was like, the sky's the limit. This is the start of a very positive phase. You might have to deal with some stubborn people. 
tapped oh, his key. Okay. Yeah, Casey sounds I think, like I think Casey has the astro- astrological edge. So this, in this week, is it? Is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So are me and you really betting against each other and the stars this week? Like, do you have to keep track of the astrological predictions as well? Yeah, I'll add a column to our chart. <laughs> as, as interpreted by us. Uh, feel free to send your complaints about how we've interpreted the veryofficialhoroscopes.com predictions. Um, all right. So your, I guess I should say mine because you've already recorded yours. Uh, my prediction for who will win in Abby versus Casey is Abby, obviously. I also chose Abby. All right. Um, next up. Next up, we've got a couple of teams with a uh, two-win differential, so I'll go with the stronger top team, which would be Jen Murphy, 4-1, and one, versus Meg Collins, 2-3. and three. All right. Um, I happen to be aware of my own astrological sign. I am a Gemini. You might be putting too much pressure on yourself, which could get in the way of accomplishing something that should be easy. Give yourself a few days' grace, and you may find it isn't as complicated as you thought. Key news this week is that lucky Jupiter moves into Scorpio in your health and wellness sector and stays for approximately one year. During this time, your energy could be higher than usual. You may have more opportunities to progress at work, too. Uh, I hope that means something positive for Gronk. That's all I have to say there. And Meg Collins, uh, her birthday is May 2nd, which makes her what? I've learned how to read this. (laughs) May 2nd is Taurus. Taurus, the bull. Just so you know, audience, this star chart that's just words, there's no drawings, goes in vertical columns, left to right, top to bottom, because that's how someone reads. No one reads that way. Even in Asian languages, when you read vertically, you read vertically right to left. This makes no sense. Also, apparently, I can select whether I'm reading this for sun sign, love, career, money, health, planets chinese or tarot i don't even understand what some of those options mean and i've left it on sun sign so i think we're going to stick with that um all right taurus the bull uh you could be your own worst enemy at the start of the week especially if you're holding back from an opportunity that would be good for you however talking about your feelings with another might help if it allows you to understand where you're going wrong an optimistic jupiter moves into your sector of relating this expansive influence is positive for all your business or personal relationships, and it will be here for a year. This side of your life could soar. Everything's staying for a year. Yeah, it's very funny to me. Um, well, those both feel very mushy in the same way, so I don't know. I think it's interesting that my it was like my beginning of the week. It's going to be better at the end of the week. Hers was better at the beginning of the week. I don't know. You probably want a better end of the week for fantasy football, no? Right, I guess, because they are not actually going on a fantasy football week. They are probably, and in fact, definitely using a calendar week. But this is all, you know, nonsense garbage. Uh, so I'm going to have to defer to you since this is my matchup. What do you think? Who's who's getting the edge on this one? Again, all these words wash over me like a uh, I'm a putting too tide. much pressure on myself. If I f- give myself some time, it's not as complicated as I thought. My health and wellness sector will be fantastic for a year, and my energy is very high. Um, Meg. Does ever, ever, listeners, how's Jen's energy, you think? <laughs> Meg is her own worst enemy at the beginning of the week, especially if she's holding back on an opportunity that would be good for her. Um, but if she talks about her feelings, she'll see where she's going wrong, and her business and personal relationships will soar. I thought the the back end of her sounded better, which is more relevant, I think. So I would give this a, a right. astrological advantage. Meg Collins. Cool. Um, next match. Oh, and I suppose we have to bet on this too. Yep. Uh, I have completely forgotten where to even find this in my app. So I don't like even know what the predictions are. All right, I'll tell you. Because when I click matchup, it gives me last week's matchup. Well, first of all, not many people have full teams, uh, so this is very meaningless. You have eight out of nine spots filled. She has seven out of nine spots filled, and you are currently favored by 8.8 points. Oh, Ezekiel Elliott's on by. I don't know. Uh, I guess Meg. Okay. 
Next, in a two-game gap between the players, me at three and two versus Nick at one and four. You are a Libra, maybe? Not even close. <laughs> you, I mean, I know your birthday. Are you? You're a Pisces. You're a fishy. I'm a fish. Isn't Lily too? She is not. She, she is on the cusp. She's the first day of Aries. Oh, she's a little. Wait. Oh yeah, Meg's a bull. She's a ram. She's a little, little stubborn ram. That actually makes perfect sense. Don't go down this path of giving them credit. <gasps> okay. Um, Patrick, if a certain friend appears stubbornly stuck in their ways, it could cause a clash of views and values unless you have a, or can be willing to have a heart-to-heart chat. On another note, someone closer to you might, might disagree about a goal or ambition, and this may also need careful handling. It can work out well with the right approach. The good news is that Jupiter enters your sector of far horizons, and you can see an increase in travel and other adventures. Jupiter is in everyone's. Jupiter is, why don't, what, don't the other planets matter at all? All we're talking about is I don't know what. Yeah, this is funny. Maybe we should have gone with career. We can let's work on switch to career. For Uh, you. Well, so you have to restart. No, there are no rules. Your wild dramatic escapades around the workplace may be good for winning Oscars, but they're not so good for earning the respect of people you work with, especially today. Oh, I did read. Issues of fairness contaminate your attention. It's possible that you feel especially stressed. Do your best to stay calm and focused on what is expected. Tuesday's a lucky day if you must start something new or apply for a job. It's possible to work out your differences if you're willing to talk about your feelings and the situation. Be clear about what you think so you can win others to your side. And I Nick, don't know if this is going to apply to fantasy football. This seems very jobby. Too jobby. All right, fine. We'll go back to Sunshine. <laughs> Are you okay? You can just cut the part right. I'm fine. I'm just going to peel my skin off slowly. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't in the right mindset for this tonight. Um. Okay. Oh, I was in Sunshine the whole time. So that whole travel thing is what it said about you. Uh, Nick is. November 25th is his birthday. That would be the beginning of Sagittarius. Definitely don't know what Sagittarius is. Sign-wise. So, with adventurous, lively Jupiter, your personal planet, changing signs this week, you may notice... Freaking Jupiter! You may notice a shift in your focus. It moves into your spiritual zone for a 12-month stay to encourage you to release these limits and live to your fullest potential. This can be a time when a coach or mentor has a profound effect on you, helping you soar to new heights. Meanwhile, the week ahead could reveal differences of opinion that can be resolved with careful handling. I think this is sounding better for Nick. You have to choose. Uh, Sagittarius is the archer. The archer? Huh. Didn't know there was one. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say astrological advantage, Nick. Jupiter being his personal planet and all. Yeah, Jupiter is all the rage. What you got for uh, the winner, Jen? I predict you. Curse of the five dragons and all. Why, thank you. What did you say? I said me. And I said you for for you versus Meg Collins. All right, last matchup. Two more matchups. Oh, Jesus. We've got, switching up the order because I realized I did it dumbly, uh, two teams with the same record, but the lower side of things, Megan Murphy versus Gary Nelson. Both teams are one and four. Okay, so I think Megan is a Virgo or a Libra. Her birthday is September 25th. September 25th is the beginning of Libra. The justice, right? Scales. It's the Virgin. Not even close then, huh? (laughs) I know a lot about astrology. Your negotiating skills may be needed this week, especially if you are pitted against the stubborn desires of another. Constructive conversations, these are all about just like talking to people. Constructive conversations can do a lot more for your overt persuasion. You may be pleased with the way things go, too. The good news is that optimistic Jupiter moves into your sector of finances on Tuesday. It remains here for one year, bringing opportunities to enhance your income in various ways. Guys... Horoscopes.com is obsessed with Jupiter. You could overindulge, though, so be aware of this tendency. Um, All right. And Gary was born on January 11th. End of Capricorn. We have a very astrologically diverse league. Capricorn the goat. Have we got, we haven't gotten any repeats yet. I don't remember. Don't think so. We haven't. All right. You could clash with someone in authority earlier in this week. 
This is due to aspects that will last a few days, so it would be wise to handle this with care rather than come across as too intense. A diplomatic touch can help you find a positive solution. On another note, Lucky Jupiter moves into your social and networking zone on Tuesday, bringing many opportunities to connect with people who can bring positive associations and prospects your way. I like honestly can't tell the difference between those two. Well, Jupiter is having a positive effect on uh, Gary, so uh, just kidding. Jupiter's positive for everyone. Jupiter's in some aspect Did you say of, Megan I, was a Virgo? Yeah. I read the wrong one. <laughs> this is very unprofessional. It is. You may find yourself trying to persuade a family member to go along with your way of thinking. However, he or she can prove very determined, especially around midweek. Let it go for now. They can reverse their stance by the weekend. Expansive Jupiter is in your sector of communication and networking on Tuesday and can be for fabulous opportunities for businesses involving technology, writing, and media. And it will be here for 12 months, so the world is your oyster. I'm going to say, I, th- I think you can, you can, you know, second guess me. I think astrological advantage slightly Gary, because Megan's just didn't seem like it was about anything related. The to world is her oyster for a month, for a year. For businesses involving technology, writing, and media, whereas Gary whose sign I've already forgotten. The He's a goat. <laughs> he's a Capricorn. Um, was like conflict and diplomatic touch, but then he's social and networking zone, bringing opportunities to connect with people, like a football between a quarterback and a wide receiver. There you go. You're tying it all together I'm, like an expert. I'm very expert. You should be a writer. Tying these threads together. <laughs> so I'm going to say Gary. I don't know. What do you think? Sure, I'll go with Gary. Um, but in real life, I'm betting on Megan. I went Gary. Whoa. All right, last matchup. Last matchup. Unlikely that we're going to keep no repeats. This one is a biggie. Four and one, Annalise Johnson versus four and one, Tim Crowley. Holy cow. Oh, I think Megan and Tim have the same sign. Um, Tim's birthday is a week before Megan's. A week before September 25th is not the same sign that would be a Virgo as opposed to a Libra. Oh. Wait, but you said she was a Virgo, not a Libra. No, she's a Libra. You said she's a virgin. I, she's a Libra. You lied. I did. <laughs> God, God damn it. So she's back to the finances one. Maybe I said it right one time on accident. So Tim's a... Tim's a Virgo. Megan's a Libra. Libra is the scales. You are correct. So Megan's about moving into the sector of finances, optimistic opportunities versus Gary, which is social networking. I'm changing it to Megan, I think. Advantage Megan. Okay. All right. And so Tim is the Virgo with the careers in technology and writing and media. And on Elisa... We talked about this before. She's December 5th. Sagittarius. We all have different signs. No, we just did a Sagittarius the Archer with someone else. Ah, Nick. Nick. Nick and Annalise are ruining it for everyone. I mean, we have 10 people and there are 12 signs. Right. Yeah. Well, why couldn't one of them have been born in July? All right. Well, that's the... um, Mentoring, I, I thought that one was strong, a strong fantasy football predictor. So I'm going to give that one to uh, Annalisa over Tim. Okay. And but who- in real life, I'm predicting Tim over Annalisa. All right. Now, everyone's favorite part, your confidence level. You've got me over Nick, Abby over Casey, Meg Collins over you, Tim over Annalisa, and Meg Murphy over Gary. I'm going to give... Uh, Abby, the highest. Five points. And then you. Four points. And then what's the last one? You've got three of them. You've got uh, Meg Collins over you. You've got Tim over Annalisa. And you've got Meg Murphy over Gary. That was the one I was talking about. Um, I'll give that one the next. Three points. Then Tim. Two points. Then me. Okay. We've got some diversity. And Jen, what is our bet? It's your turn again. That's not how it works. <laughs> we Pat, take we take turns. It's Pat's turn. We take turns determining Pat's, the bets. Pat's turn. I didn't think of one. To be determined before the start of football games on Thursday. Okay. 
love well, you. Well, everyone, I love you too, Jen. And I love our audience. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this podcast got pretty weird. It'll take some editing. It'll take some, some heavy lifting. Some heavy editing. This will be the most thrown out material of any episode ever. It's going to be something. Um, but this, this astrology thing is kind of fun. We might have to do... We either should do this again or we should do some other random way to predict. Like we'll flip a coin one week and... Sure. Yeah, we can keep going. We should have Lily eat it's... food that represent each person and which food she grabs. Yeah. I like the addition of superstition to the fantasy football league. Uh, this is reminding me... I forgot what I was going to say. It's not effectively reminding you, it seems. Oh, darn it. It was good. It was a good thought. You, you got to cut this out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so tired. Sorry. All right, everybody. No, wait. Wait if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have to leave it in now. <laughs> I hope this was just as excruciating for everyone as it was for me. Oh, what was it reminding me it was of? Very hostile. Oh, it was reminding me of like when you play Cards Against Humanity and you play against the random card rando cardrissian yeah that's what this is this is like are we any better at predicting than nonsense it's true we'll find out until next time stay tuned fancy i promise we'll try to line up some other people to talk yeah instead of me. we've got a I, I think we might have an anonymous guest on the horizon and that'll be very fun who's that i don't know you do know farewell everyone beef Feel free to uh, email, WhatsApp, or uh, otherwise ask questions, provide feedback. Maybe, again, criticize a, co- <laughs> criticize a co-host or two. Uh, to you guys, this is tough. See you guys around. Good luck. Bye. This is a dumpster fire. <laughs>